0: You are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the College Loop Podcast, episode one hundred and one of the College Loop Podcast. We are now officially over triple digits. No longer just on triple digits. We're now over triple digits. Uh, but I'm here today, joined by Harrison Tar. Tar, how you doing, buddy?
0: Hey, man. No complaints. Another day in paradise. Glad to be talking Auburn ball on the loop. Arkansas prep day. Time to to preview a little bit of Auburn versus the Hogs. And really excited to actually be able to spend some time talking about loopers takes and uh, and and talk about the takes of the listeners. You guys brought the heat in the comments. Most of you guys brought the heat in the comments. Um, And we've uh, we've pretty much pulled out. Almost everything from uh, from last show. And I'm really, really excited um, to, to touch base with all you guys get your feelers. Obviously, the quarterback situation's is ongoing um, and a lot of people shared their thoughts with that. So between that barbecue and uh, Christopher Nolan, man, I'm, I'm excited to, to, to get to that segment, but don't want to overshadow any of the important Auburn news that comes first. So, Dylan, I'm going to throw you the keys. Let's do it. Yeah, so
1: we talked about it, I want to say about a week and a half ago, maybe, uh, with the uh, coaches poll that came out. We were all very excited about the coaches poll because we thought it looked probably the best out of any coaches poll we've seen in recent memory, but now the AP poll is out and it's okay. Yeah. It's not bad. It's It's not terrible. It's not anything too special. I mean, I don't even
0: want to spend time grieving about it because it's the AP poll preseason. Like, what the hell? Like, yeah,
1: it's just worth mentioning the fact that Auburn is going to be playing five of the teams per – I believe this also per Ush. Uh, with three of those teams all being in the top five, Auburn is going to play Georgia, Bama, and Ole Miss, who is at 22 at home. Uh, Georgia at one, Bama at four, the lowest ranking for Bama since 09. Uh don't read too much into that like most people are. Uh this Bama team is the least talented we've seen in a while. They're not winning the national championship over the teams above them. Uh but Auburn will also play at LSU with the number five team of the country and the number 24, 23 team of the country in Texas AM.
0: Yeah, AM is really the only head scratcher for me here, by the way. Um, like the only one that I'm just like, what the heck? Um yeah. I don't see it, but neither here nor there. Typical resume for Auburn. Uh the path Per usual, can never be more clear to how do you get to the college football playoff is that, if that's on the table, obviously, right? That's a lot yeah. of things got to go that way. But the table set, once again, for Auburn to have, per usual, one of the toughest schedules, if not the toughest schedule in the country. And uh, this is just kind of life uh, that you live as an Auburn fan. So uh, this should not come as a shocker to anyone. I will say we will see how many of these teams wind up being ranked when Auburn plays them. I think three of them are locks. Two of them are shaky, and there's a reason that they're in the mid-20s or early 20s uh, for that for that reason. I do expect Ole Miss to still be there. I do not expect Texas A&M to remain there. Actually, I I just don't understand why Texas A&M even deserves to be ranked preseason to be completely candid. Uh, if, if it's based on last year's argument, then I guess Auburn should be, was They're 23 or 24, right? Let me look again. A&M 23, that means Auburn should be 23B, I guess. I mean, yeah. if you're looking at last year's <laughs> final standings, um, that's just bizarre. But. Beyond that, I mean Dylan, this is just nothing out of the ordinary, man. This is it's a it's another football season on the plains.
1: You're not lying, and and just to let everybody know, Auburn was on the. Oh, well, that's depressing news that came up on my phone. Uh, uh, if you're an FC fan, uh, Alex Collins, former Arkansas legend at running back, uh, he just got pronounced dead. Uh, from Bleacher Bleacher Report just shot that up. Dang, that's. That's sad, man. Very sad. Uh, Pray for his family and all close to him. But uh, it's worth mentioning that Auburn is currently on two of these guys' ballots. Uh, Brian Fonseca, who's a Rutgers guy, ranked Auburn at 20. And Brett McMurphy, who's an Oklahoma State guy, ranked Auburn at 24. So Auburn is on this list somewhere. Um, Brett
0: McMurphy's been pretty open about how much higher he is on Auburn than a lot of people this year. Uh, I think that – uh, McMurphy kind of expects Auburn to make a little more noise, similar to what what we think over here uh, at the loop, and, and a lot of the guys at the warp were kind of on the same wave. Kind of make a little more noise than anticipated. So let, let's let's be honest here, folks. Auburn did not deserve to be ranked in the top twenty-five, oh, um, man, and, and, not at all. Um, I, I'm I'm just being candid with you. Uh, they certainly could wind their way up on 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 the, in the top twenty-five by the end of the season. I think that that road's clear as day, and and not only do I think it's clear, I think it's very plausible. So. Kind of all things considered, like I said, Dylan, just just uh, another another day in paradise uh, yeah. on the plains of, of Auburn, Alabama for, for top 25 uh, opponents.
1: I will say Auburn is currently ranked higher than the likes of Duke, Mississippi State, Florida, Illinois, Baylor, Coastal Carolina, NC State, and South Alabama, James Madison, and Liberty. Liberty got stuck in with one vote there as well. But I will say – Jamie another Chadwell at
0: Liberty, right? Yeah,
1: Jamie Chadwell at Liberty, and I forgot who's the Coastal. Uh, Greg McCall is still there. Uh, but another head scratcher is just Iowa. Iowa's some else snuck in at twenty-five.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Iowa, going to Iowa. I mean, it's just it's just kind of how it is. And this, like I said, it's all preseason top twenty-five stuff. No need to no need to overlook it. Let's talk about a team that's not ranked in the preseason top twenty-five uh, that, that Auburn will be playing on the road this year, and and the team that ended Brian Harsin's tenure just a year ago. Auburn really does not like losing to Arkansas. They didn't do it very much in the past decade, not one bit. And and when that moment finally come came, we we knew it's it's time to move forward. Let's also not forget that Auburn probably should have lost Arkansas in twenty twenty because Bo Nix definitely fumbled backwards. That is in the past. That, that I have really no idea
1: bad. what you mean. I that was a clean <laughs> spike that definitely was not thrown in the complete opposite way that it should have been.
0: That was a that was the hurricane game. I was there. Yes, it was. Yeah, I've never been so not. drenched at a football game in my entire life.
1: Oh, I was drenched, too, with sweat uh, watching the replay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a, that's a fumble right there. That is a fumble.
0: It, because it was a fumble. But it that's uh, that's neither here. Like, I like how the SEC, a couple days later, was like, yeah, that was a fumble, by the way. Um, yeah, Arkansas say, well, has, has not six lived six that way And Arkansas is one of those teams, you know how you talk a lot, Dylan, about how Ole Miss fans think a lot, about, lot more about Auburn than Auburn fans think about Ole Miss fans. Yeah. Um, that's probably a little, a little less valid now with the whole Kiffin drama and then Auburn eventually getting Hugh freeze. I will probably die on the Hill that Arkansas fans think infinitely more about Auburn than Auburn do. Auburn fans do Arkansas fans. Um, there was the Gus Malzahn connection. And then obviously the, the Bonics alleged fumble alleged, um, that was not called in 2020. And then Arkansas just kind of thinking that they're just inherently better. Um, in the state of the program, better now certainly not better than Auburn, but better now. Um, you're not that guy, pal. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of dive into that. I, I know Dylan that you're you're going to talk here for. I'm going to let you open up the floor, and then you know I'm going to talk depth chart here in just a minute um, on the Arkansas side. Um, the the obvious given is KJ Jefferson special. Let's go ahead and lay that one out and say that that is we we know who we're going to highlight and. Before we go forward and a little i am gonna rip Arkansas apart a little bit in a second. Oh um I just want everyone oh, to know yeah. that I'm not oh. downplaying how talented KJ Jefferson is. I'm not I'm not downplaying that at all.
1: And, and Rocket Sanders. It's for Ro- Rocket
0: Sanders. Yes, yes. The rest of this program, go ahead, Dylan.
1: Yeah, so as it stands right now, going into the Arkansas game, me and Tar currently have Auburn's a two-loss team go at 7-5, and going into Fayetteville, Arkansas, to take on the Arkansas Razorbacks, a team that just beat Auburn for the first time in seven seasons. Uh, And got very lucky uh, three years ago now with that Bo Nix stuff, uh, stuff that uh, is still message board material for Arkansas fans. But I just don't see the confidence behind the Arkansas Razorbacks this year. I get you got brought back KJ Jefferson, you brought back Rocket Sanders, but I think you just, they lost too much, especially Kendall Bryles. I think that was the biggest loss of the offseason for the Razorbacks. He's now at TCU, which also a weird thing for them to get, bring a Bryles back to the Big 12, but that's not here turn over there. Mad weird. Mad weird. There's just not a lot about this team where I can just sit there and be like, yeah, this is definitely a better like position group than Auburn. I mean, Landon Jackson is good. But this is a – and Hudson Clark has shown that he can be good as well. But overall, this defense just isn't the best outside of the running back and quarterback. I just – I'm just not impressed. I I don't really see the hype that's coming up from Georgia or or not Arkansas fans. Sorry, same color red. Uh, Different animal. Uh, I just – I can understand the level of hype that Sam Pittman brings to you uh, just from – being an offensive line coach, and I, I mean, that brings up some hype.
0: And, and he's starting to turn the program to relevance.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. And whether that just be the fact that he, he had, what, a ten, did he get a 10 win season one year? If I remember that correctly. 9-1 uh, uh, season. 9-4 nine nine and four, and then 7-6. and six. Sam Pittman is a transitional coach. He is definitely, I don't want to call him a rebound, but I will, uh, getting rid of a bad Brett Bulama, who is now really good at Illinois, getting rid of a bad Chad Morris and moving on to a guy who can change the program. I think Sam Pittman is nothing more than a Ed Orgeron who has yet to have gotten his Joe Burrow.
0: I was, I think he's somewhere between a Matt Luke and an Ed Orgeron. Um, just, just to be just to be completely honest with you. I, know, I, I, about, I like that. Matt, Matt Luke's another one of those names that I say too much on the show. You love talking about Matt Luke. <laughs> um, I just don't want anyone to ever forget the fact that like Matt Luke happened. And he wasn't a horrifically bad coach. He was at a terrible spot. Um, I'll leave it at that. But <laughs> but I I I think that that's where Sam Pitton falls. It's like he's a lovable guy. You put him on the on the Ed Orschell spect- spectrum for that yeah. for sure. I don't even know that he's the recruiter that Ed Orschell was. <laughs> and uh, just just to be honest with you, and I don't, I don't know that he's a long term answer for a program. But certainly get yourself back to that middle of the road where you where you where you could be as a baseline heartbeat, if you will. And I just I'm not I'm not super high when I look at the depth chart, Dylan. I'm, I'm not. And and I'm looking around and, and like like you mentioned, you got Rocket Sanders and KJ Jefferson in that backfield. That is something special. But when you begin looking around, I mean, the amount of transfer work that Arkansas had to do. Now I know Auburn had to do more. Tra- transfer portal worked than pretty much everybody in the country this year. But when you look at, at the amount of transfer portal holes that you had to go fill, because you lost so many guys, because got so many guys left the program and, and went elsewhere, it's not necessarily comforting. If you're an Auburn, uh, excuse me, an Arkansas fan, Andrew Armstrong, the senior transfer, Richard uh, to senior Isaac uh, to uh, senior transfer. That's your, your X and Z re- receivers. And then you're you're probably going to start a redshirt freshman out of the slot. I mean, your next oldest uh, option is a junior um, uh, that has been buried in the depth chart for a while, and 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 Chris Harris. Um, I mean, if if you if you look through, they've got depth and age, not depth, but age on the, in the trenches up front. But we're looking late enough in the season that if you're expecting to have all five of your of your guys in the on the on the offensive line still in one piece, it's just probably not realistic. You you don't want injuries upon anyone, but not being able to rotate anyone out, I mean, dude. If you look at this depth chart for for Arkansas, freshman, sophomore. After that, after that first line of guys on on in your trenches, where you do have most of your age, but freshman redshirt freshman redshirt sophomore redshirt sophomore transfer redshirt sophomore redshirt freshman freshman, freshman true freshman. Whoa, I mean that, that that's concerning. That is concerning. If if you're if you're an Arkansas fan, and do I think that Arkansas could probably put together something that actually winds up beating Auburn. And at that point, I think would be an upset over Auburn. Um Yeah, probably. I, I think that they're capable of doing so because KJ Jefferson's that special. But you're also going to have to stop this Auburn offense. And I cannot believe I'm saying that. I mean, I just was not ready for this year to be like, oh, I think this Auburn offense could be very, very, very fun to watch. And I, and I actually have kind of gaslit myself into getting to that point. Th- this defense is – it exists. This Arkansas defense is one of the defenses of all time. Notice I didn't say the greatest.
1: It's top 14 in the
0: SEC. Yeah, it's it's top 14 in the SEC. When Oklahoma and Texas get here, it'll still be top 16. Um, I just, I don't know, man. I mean, you, you lose, you've lost so much. I have a very, very hard time looking. and I'm, I'm in your camp. I can't sit here and look and say, Arkansas is definitively better here. Now, if you put them side by side, and, and, and you look about what we know from Auburn, what we know from Arkansas. On paper, this feels like this could be a pretty damn good game. And especially when you put it in Fayetteville. The people of Arkansas, when the Hogs are even a little bit good, they're going to be there. And, and that, that, they're one of those fan bases. It will be loud. Uh, it will be hostile. At that point, you know it's been a long time coming. You'll, you'll have your, your starter settled in, knock on wood, if you're Auburn. Uh, barring an injury. I just don't know. You've already played a tougher road environment by a mile. You've played two at this point. Correct me if I'm wrong, but both A and M and LSU are coming before this. And yeah. I want to make sure I wasn't just making that up out of my <laughs> out of my butt because I'm uh, still a little bit asleep from my nap that I took earlier. But I'm I'm just not sold, Dylan.
1: Yeah, and I mean we always talk about how bad Auburn's wide receiver core has been in the past. But returning production at the wide receiver in the wide receiver room is always important to any team, and Auburn did that uh, this, in, with the season. I mean, uh, you brought back Javarius Johnson, Coy Moore, and several other guys. There's not a single wide receiver on this Arkansas team from last year who was even in the top five of of uh, receiving yards. I mean, that not counting Rocket Sanders, of course, but Matt Launders. Jaden Hazelwood, both gone. Trey Knox transferred to South Carolina. I mean, the wide receiver room just all got up and left Arkansas. And you bring in some transfers, and uh, you're going to start maybe a redshirt freshman. I I just don't know. And you're looking at the the skeleton roster built around KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders, and I know Arkansas fans want to say that KJ is the next coming of Cam Newton. But here's the thing. He's not. (laughs) He's not. (laughs) He never will be. There will never be another Cam Newton, and I am sick and tired of hearing everyone talk about a guy who's only ever won nine games in his entire career as the most. Calling him Cam Newton is just so disrespectful, and it just begs the question, what are they seeing in K.J. Jefferson that we're not? I mean, K.J. Jefferson is a great quarterback. I put him at two or three in the SEC. But he's not Cam Newton. He's not going to be a Tim Tebow. He's not a guy who can take a team the distance. He's and certainly even,
0: Arkansas's X factor. Yeah. I don't think he's the X factor. Does that make sense?
1: If a team is not healthy around him, KJ Jefferson is not going to perform like a miniature Cam Newton. He is going to perform like an Arkansas quarterback with no talent around him, which is what we've seen in the past, what we saw last year. And the thing about this year, there's no – Real, proven depth behind KJ Jefferson.
0: Which Grant? Oh, behind him. I thought you meant you mean. I was gonna say around him. Which we may know more about. What well, we will know more about that by that time comes. But, I mean, hell, folks, come on. I mean, what are we? What are we supposed to buy into? I mean, I'm, giving, only- I'm giving other SEC teams plenty of just like good background quotes for when they go ten and two and like make a hype video and want to use my oh. audio clips
1: someone else has to take the spotlight, of course. I mean, I've already been in an Auburn hype video. I know. So, so you know. But Rocket Sanders is interesting to me. Uh, out, of, out of the two right now, I think he's the most important posi- important player on Arkansas's team because I think KJ Jefferson is just going to play like KJ Jefferson. I mean, I don't think he's going to do anything more special. But Rocket Sanders is a running back that kind of fits the mold of – Other running backs we've seen from Arkansas, one of them being Darren McFadden, and I don't want to say he's the next Darren McFadden, but I definitely think he possesses some of the same X-factor material that Darren did, with speed, the strength, and he's not Darren McFadden in the slightest. And I will not compare anybody to an all-time great uh, that Darren McFadden was. But if this Auburn linebacker core isn't settled in, isn't healthy, by what week are we in? Week
0: ten. This year has would be week ten, no week eleven because of. Week 11. The bye
1: week. Are we sure?
0: I feel good about I that. Seven,
1: seven and two coming into this week game. 11. Week, week eleven. Yep.
0: I'm not great at math, but that one checked out.
1: I had to recheck my math, but if this Auburn linebacker room isn't healthy, if Austin Keys isn't healthy, if Eugene Asante isn't as great as we've been hearing he has been in the scrimmages, if if Auburn has to find a way to put Cam Riley and Wesley Steiner in there at the same time. Rocket Sanders could rush for 150, right? Plus, so it's all about Auburn staying healthy. is the key to is the key for Auburn this game. Staying healthy through week 11,
0: key to Auburn this season.
1: Key to key to any team really is staying yeah. healthy. But going into a game where, like you said, can be very close and probably will be very close, health is the key factor here. And I mean, if something happens to Kade Jefferson, I hope it doesn't. I mean, you gotta feel kind of confident in your odds if Katie Jefferson's not in there. And with Auburn, at least you know that all three quarterbacks are kind of on the same wavelength about some things. But Malik Hornsby is gone. He went the North he went the Texas State. He's over there competing with TJ Finley. Face palm. <laughs> and it's just I like Auburn's chances of winning a game close in Fayetteville.
0: I'll go and do it. Twenty seven, twenty one, Auburn.
1: 27-21 Auburn. I'm going to go 28-24 Auburn. Okay. Okay. So that leaves me and you now with 8-2 and two going into New Mexico State. Then the Iron Bowl. Oh, that, that nine-win Auburn team walking to the Iron Bowl take that I took a couple weeks ago that you just so hated is looking like that's what's gonna be on your mind
0: for those of you who are not watching the stream and you're listening to this one uh, on your on spotify apple music whatever wherever you find your podcasts i want you to know i'm physically cringing at the fact that i've been drinking the kool-aid
1: oh uh, I, you're definitely taking some shots of the kool-aid <laughs> yeah no
0: i'm i'm drinking the kool-aid um <laughs> you're rattling you know,
1: bogging I'm, over there man. <laughs> as
0: uh yeah i'm rattling bogging the kool-aid uh as <laughs> The great Zach Blackerby always says, you know what? I guess I'm just going to boog. We're booging. <laughs> why not? Why not? Well, before we get into Looper's takes, Dylan, I, it's, it only makes sense that before we get into Looper's takes, we talk about feeling a little bit loopy. loopy. Yeah, just my personal thoughts. Throw it up on the screen, Dylan. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> why even throw it on the screen when you're wearing the shirt? Look oh at my you. Oh God, look at that. If you're feeling loopy and you want a shirt to match it, head over to uh, www.thewallreport.com and pick up your own college loop co-branded with the War Report Podcast Network Feeling Loopy t-shirts. We've got it in five colors. You want to click those real quick for them, Dylan? Yeah. So they can check out those five colors. We got a sweet lineup of these. Most comfortable shirt you will ever own in your life. I've got the black one. Dylan's got navy. We've also got the heather gray. Those solid navy. And yeah, we've got, if you want it, we got it. Honestly, just go check it out because the guys at The Warport did a great job. If you don't feel like typing that in the search bar, I get it. We've got it in the description to all of our podcast locations, whether that be on YouTube, Spotify, all the, the that fun stuff. So make sure to go pick up your very own feeling loopy t-shirt only available on www.thewarpore.com. Dylan, it's time for Looper takes. Looper take. We're, we're still we're still gonna kind of workshop that, but like yeah, that's, that's what we're going with right now. Your takes, feeling loopy the with the loopers. That's really, something like that. Loop looped in, maybe <laughs> maybe that works. Looped in. Lo- looped in. It's like LinkedIn, but the college loop version. The All looped right. in podcast network. So. How we're going to run this one is Dylan's going to kind of run, this, run these on the screen, rapid fire. We'll kind of take turns answering first. We'll both give our thoughts, and some of them, some of them geared more toward myself, some of them geared more toward Dylan, some of them geared more toward barbecue. Very excited for those as well. <laughs> so, Dylan, let's let's go and run these. And if you're watching the YouTube version, this is going to be really really fun because half my face is going to be cut off by half of this, and that's okay. I'm, I'm happy. I'm to,
1: to uh, doing everybody a favor.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Honestly, I've faced it only in mother can <laughs> love. I got a face for radio. I get it. Dylan, you ready to roll?
1: Yeah. Starting let's off with D chair with three
0: r's just giving us a little happy 100 d chair i love you thank you we really really appreciate you and um wde war damn right back 100 episodes with something special you guys blew it up and 500 subs on youtube which we haven't even mentioned yet by the way holy crap dude! Um, my
1: weekend has been wild
0: yeah i know
1: i I celebrated a year with my beautiful girlfriend i hit 500 we hit 500 subs on the college loop and we hit a hundred episodes all within the same weekend. That's yeah. just crazy.
0: So, D Chair, thank you. That, that's that's so big time. Um, we do it because of you guys. Um, you're, you're the only reason we can. And uh, y'all's outpouring your support from the jump has been tremendous. Five hundred subs before football season starts. Dylan, I mean, come on now, baby. Talk to me. Nice. Let's go.
1: I mean, where did we have this have ourselves at before then?
0: What? Where was our target number? Yeah, what's our target number? Two hundred and fifty before football season.
1: Was that really what we, what we were saying?
0: We were saying like 200, 250 before football season. Um, That's crazy. You guys rock. Y'all guys are nuts. You guys are insane. And we love you. Um, let's go to the let's roll the next one. Uh,
1: going back on one of your takes from the last episode, Tar, I'm talking about Oppenheimer.
0: Interstellar is my favorite movie of all time. Opp was disappointing on many levels to me. And I hate to even say that because it's Nolan. That's from Papa Clown. I'm just going to guess there. I'm going to call him Pop. Um, I'm sorry to hear that pop. Uh, I, I was not disappointed in, in Oppenheimer. I get it was long. Um, the first, I'm just going to go and say this on the air, Dylan. Sorry. The first sex scene, not necessary at all. I get it. Um, have you seen it yet, Dylan? I've not. Um, that there, there were some parts that you could totally cut out. Um, but it's, it's a Christopher Nolan film. I mean, you, there are some parts where he just feels like putting stuff in there. So he's going to, um, man, I'm just going to respectfully agree to disagree. Um, interstellar phenomenal film and certainly better than Oppenheimer, but I, I wasn't disappointed. and. Uh, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one, man. Um, but do me a favor if you're if you're if you're listening to this episode and you made it this far, drop your top three favorite Chris Nolan movies. I'm interested.
1: Or just top three favorite movies. We'll talk about that. Top we three favorite
0: it. movies. Yeah, do Dylan's, Dylan, Dylan's a cinema geek here. So yeah, we, yeah.
1: we love movies over here. Uh let's see. Going to Robert Reeves 4503, talking about barbecue, and then we'll get the football stuff. Don't worry, guys. We're getting, we're getting, we're we're getting, to getting to the, the fun stuff top. out of the
0: way first. Um, wait, there's barbecue in Auburn. Who knew? When were you going to share? I'm hoping this is sarcasm. Uh, oh, I really, it's really it's it. definitely sarcasm.
1: I think Def- it's probably a long-time listener. <laughs> I, if,
0: if that's if that's the that's the wave you're on, Robert, um, I'm sorry. I know that I'm, a, I'm Dylan and I are both barbecue. We're foodies, for one. Uh, barbecue enthusiasts, for sure. Um, I'm partial to Moe's Barbecue in Auburn. I know it's a chain. I know it's a chain. But it is local ownership in Auburn, Alabama, and I'm telling you the flavor's different. Um, and you can also go
1: to Bucky's. <laughs> Bucky's got some nice barbecue. Jesus Christmas. Uh, I, I Bo- can't lie Dude. As
0: far as local, as far as local, Bone Arrow, pretty damn good barbecue over there. Um, locally owned, locally operated since, they, since their inception. Great, great options over there. Also Chuck's barbecue over in uh, Ocala. I mean, come on now, come on now. Give give me a whole damn plate of that pulled pork. <laughs> um, so that's that's my whole that's my my shtick. Your your, your thoughts on Auburn bar, barbecue, Bill? Uh as long
1: as we got pulled pork sandwiches, I'm set. It's hard to it's hard to mess up. I stopped at Bucky's last night while I was driving home, it's, and
0: uh, it's just tough to beat a brisket. Like,
1: <laughs> I mean, they got briskets, man. Yeah. I know, I know. I'm just saying, uh, for chain wise and a gas station, I mean, if you just need some quick barbecue, I highly recommend Bucky's. It's yeah, not sponsored.
0: T- no, not dude, they if have a, you, Not they if you have a Texas cheese. Not, not if you can get the Mo's. Not if you can get the Bone Arrow. Not if you can get the Chucks. Sorry at, about it.
1: At 9 p.m. at night, you.
0: That's fair. Well, on if you lows at 9 p.m., you might be able to still get food and a bushwhacker at the same time.
1: All right. Well, moving on to JC Money23 saying Peyton Thorne will be QB1 lol. What is this show?
0: Um, I don't necessarily know that Peyton Thorne will be QB1. Uh, this is the college loop.
1: This is the college loop, home of 507 beautiful people out there. Of the best people, people in the world. Of the best people. And Pe- people who uh, who love barbecue. That's right. <laughs> but also Peyton, is Thorne, Peyton Thorne Thorn has not performed up to uh, QB one uh, <laughs> quite yet. If next scrimmage he just turns into like the next time we have Jared uh I'll agree with you. But for right now, it's it's Holden Gurner or Robbie Ashford for me.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm in that camp. <laughs>
1: Actually, flip Robbie Ashford or Holden Gurner for me.
0: I I think that's how it's li- it'll be listed on the depth chart.
1: Yeah, Robbie Truthers. You we rise. We, we ride at dawn for Robbie. <laughs> All right. Now go to our boy, Gregorio Duran, 3355, asking a question. My question this week is, does Darion Goborn win a championship before Auburn football, basketball, or baseball? And are we rolling tumors when she does win one? And he also thanks me for the shout-out in the war pour. No problem, Gregorio. I'll always shout you out for making our jobs a little easier with these questions.
0: Uh, so, the context here is in WWE, and I'm going to be completely honest with you, Gregorio, yeah. I have never watched WWE in my life. Um, And it's nothing against, like, wrestling or anything. It's just not my shtick. I'm not a combat sports guy. Um, I watch big card boxing. I do enjoy boxing. Beyond that, I uh, just can't get into it. Um, But with her raw athleticism, like, I, like maybe. <laughs> it doesn't feel out of the picture. Um, I think basketball and baseball are both pretty close. Um, So, maybe not, but... I feel like if Darion Goborn wins a championship that that Auburn rolls.
1: Oh, I mean, uh, when we get to later on in the show, talking about some other Auburn sports going on, I mean, that kind of co-aligns co- co- with that. Uh, but, I mean, Darion Goborn, uh, WWE is basically just entertainment contact sport. I mean, more entertainment than than contact sport sometimes. And Darion's ability to work a crowd is definitely in her favor.
0: Oh, she's going to be a rock star.
1: I definitely think that the, the script writers will get her a championship very soon, just because it'd be kind of hard not to give the queen her crown.
0: Yo, yeah, then yeah, you have to, right? You have to exactly. And um, then we will. And me and
1: Tar will be there at Tumor's the night that she wins. After hearing about it,
0: she's also just awesome. So like I, yeah, I sure. Y'all yeah, roll. I'm down. Great
1: person, great athlete. Even if
0: it's just the three of us, me, you, and Gregorio, we'll roll. I'm down. Yeah, exactly. I'll Do it. I'll, do, I'll watch it you i don't i don't know what the hell the schedule is for wwe i know that there's like a wednesday night smackdown maybe I'm making that up um i think we just should we should just buy the uh the smackdown game and
1: do a dairy goborn career uh mode or and whatever then, yeah
0: dope. great great intern job if you're looking for an internship by the way reach out to us at the college Loop. we are looking for another intern
1: <laughs> and if you own wwe smackdown 2020 yeah and
0: we'll we'll buy you wwe smackdown and we'll let you live stream it into the youtube channel um, I was only half joking, by the way. We are looking for another intern. So if you know anyone. We hired the last one. Yeah, it's it's good. We have a good track record with them.
1: <laughs> going to the next one. Gaming Dreams 21-42. I still want the best guy, even if it's Ashford. If he's improved his accuracy, then he stands the chance. I think Ashford is the best guy. I de- I, and I, I think sure it's between definitely. him. It's, it's him and Garner, definitely. But I, I think if Ashford has improved at all, it's hard to bench the athleticism that he has.
0: I, uh, I mean, first off, gaming dreams. I respect this take. I'm just wanting the best guy and for your favorite football team. You should want the best athlete uh, at that at yeah. that position. <laughs> um, I'm not being smartass either. I mean, that's that's a good take. Um, I don't know that Robbie is. I, I don't know. Like, I, I it's, it's a good take. I don't. I don't really know where else to build on that other than yes, you want Robbie Ashford to improve specifically in the throwing department and and decision making and maybe being able to tone down um the emotion just a little bit and channel it as opposed to no 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 no, no. Let channel, me
1: okay I, change it from
0: letting him become a head case to channeling it to playing better there is that good players wear their emotions on their sleeve great players wear the wear it on the sleeves and use it as fuel to be better not to use the quicksand analogy right timothy not to and cam newton <laughs> no exactly 100 that, that great examples Harrison Tarr being
1: wishy washy on what quarterback he wants since December 2022.
0: <laughs> Look, I try to be the most neutral person on this show. Just and, saying. Well, Just to, saying. Flip,
1: to flip from a uh, Robbie comment, because I mean, I believe there are plenty on here, uh, to go to a Gerner comment, we got Dog 915 Hone is the best QB in the room. Anyone outside of Auburn knows this. If there's a QB in the room that will play on Sundays, it's him. And he also continued on saying, oh, Lord, where did it go? Oh, it was here somewhere. Uh, let's see. His issue is he doesn't really fit the system. Auburn fans think Freeze will run.
0: Nail on the head. I mean, hit the nail on the freaking head. Uh, agree, 100%. Holden Garner has what it takes to play on Sundays. It's just he's got to find a scheme that works for him in college. And I, I don't think – I don't necessarily think it's at Auburn. Hell, it might be this year. We may find that out in two weeks. But I don't necessarily know that he fits what Auburn and Hugh Freeze and company want to do. Do I think he has all the talent in the world? Absolutely. Do I think he's trapped in the depth chart because he's not talented enough to play? No, not at all. Um, I think that if Holden gurner winds up elsewhere, like if it doesn't work out at Auburn this year, he could start in the SEC next year. I, I, I really truthfully believe that. So, uh, I that, I think that's a fantastic take, Dylan.
1: Uh, I, I think it's a very, very good take. And now you have Kevin, Kevin Tuberville, there we go, Thirty one, thirty four, saying game experience will make Thorne the starter and Ashford will be his backup. That right there, I don't fully agree with, strictly because Ashford has game experience. And... Holden technically does have game experience, but I, I understand where you're coming from with game experience, but Ashford has SEC experience.
0: That's that's what gets me. Um, I, I think if we're going with the experience argument, if you were to just give me these guys' resumes and tell me Peyton Thorne, show me numbers, uh, I probably still might have started Thorne because of numbers historically. But if you were to tell me you've got a guy that has SEC experience versus a guy that has Big Ten experience, and yes, I am trashing the Big Ten, if you know me, If there's one way I'm a homer, it it is an SEC homer because it's the best conference in the country in college football and pretty much all athletics, but college football uh, specifically. I actually don't know that the game experience and number of starts really helps Thorne. Uh, It doesn't hurt him. certainly doesn't doesn't hurt, but I don't think that that can be a decision-making aspect, especially now that Hugh Freeze has seen how he works in his scheme. Um, A lot of folks really want to see Thorne succeed. I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying... I don't necessarily know that we can presume that just because he transferred in and just because he brings a good season of big 10 football uh, under Mel Tucker, um, which is kind of impressive, but.
1: Hey, he's still coming. You can assume
0: anything. What'd you say? <laughs> Tuck coming. Yeah, he's coming somewhere.
1: <laughs> he's going to be on the hot seat. Next
0: question. <laughs> then we got
1: Derek Roberts, twenty-five, seventy-one, And we, me and you both really agree that we like this one. If the O-line is much improved It's going to be hard to deny Gurner, given our talent at the skill positions. And I'm going to leave this one up, just because I really like this one. Yeah, no, I'm
0: probably going to just hit retweet on what you say.
1: I mean, looking at what we've been hearing from Gurner, he definitely has the best arm in the room, and with the much improved wide receiver uh, depth that Auburn has not had in uh, forever, uh, it's going to be kind of hard to not give it to a guy who can make any throw in the field and do that consistently, from at least what we've been hearing. And I mean, I think we said I said it best last show. I think if Auburn can find a way to have a three thousand yard passer and a thousand yard rusher, and probably another, probably very close thousand yard rusher right behind Jarquez Hunter, Auburn's going to find their way high, like top fifteen in the country. And if if that means that we probably win a couple games that we shouldn't, if Auburn somehow find if, if that. 3,000-yard passer for Auburn is automatic nine wins for me. And then out of the fact that Auburn's going to have a loaded back room, that's going to probably have 1,000, over 1,000, close to 1,000, probably about 500, and dwindle down from there. Auburn is going to find their way at 10 to 11 wins if they can find a way to get everything working perfectly uh, like they'd like it to. But it all depends on how everything transcends into uh, real life.
0: Like I said, I'm going to hit retweet on pretty much everything you just said. This is a great take uh, from from Derek Roberts, uh, 2571, um, and and Dylan really expanded on it. I we mentioned this when we were running through comments before the show. This this is a great takeaway.
1: Yeah, and especially with the O line, uh, it needs to. I I think based on the scrimmage, it needs to improve a little bit more in pass protection, but run blocking wise, I mean, this team it's,
0: if he can run the ball, it, we'll open it up for the past at
1: the, at the very at the very bare minimum, Auburn can have four thousand yard rushers and i think we're just fine
0: minimum okay yeah all right
1: <laughs> minimum four four thousand yard rushers or okay. just one four thousand yard rusher whichever one you want the most uh one of those does it mm-hmm. in the heisman college loop
0: episode 101 Dylan Does drugs all right
1: <laughs> as we got eric pearson talking about the quarterbacks saying i like all four guys i know hank isn't really in the discussion yet but i think he could step in if absolutely necessary Goes on to say Robbie was a real trooper last season playing through injury, so I'd love to see him get the job. On the other hand, I want the guy who gives us the best chance to win. Whoever that happens to be will get my full support. War Eagle.
0: So, first off, Dylan, you come at me for being wishy washy, that's annoying. Um, when when I'm not the only one in this camp here about let's just see who wins this battle, um, but whatever. Um, this Hank Brown takes good, uh, I say that because there are a hell of a lot worse options for an emergency quarterback. I mean, I a lot that, that you could have um, Hank Brown is someone that Hugh freeze has, he's familiar with this game. He brought him here for a reason. I don't know exactly what that reason is or how Hank Brown fits, but also at the same time, he's familiar with with the schematics behind what what Hugh freeze does um, and, and, and kind of knew what to expect coming into this camp. He's been committed to Hugh freeze the longest. And, I think that in terms of emergency quarterbacks, if you need them to step in, I, I think Hank Brown would probably be fine, as a, despite being a true freshman. Um, would not be anyone's choice 1A. Just, one, the true freshman title does it alone. But, two, you've got really three guys that you're really, really interested to see how they shake out.
1: Yeah, let's really hope that there's never an, not a different time this season where Hank Brown has to step in as the emergency quarterback. That's
0: right. That's, That's right. But, not. but, good take. I mean, not, they are certainly way worse options. Uh, in terms of emergency quarterbacks and you don't have to look that yeah, far like back Tyler Buckner yeah
1: <laughs> or
0: Ty Simpson <laughs> I told you you don't have to look that far back
1: I'm, I'm if you don't know I'm naming Bama quarterbacks if you're unaware <laughs> uh let's see the last comment and this one's kind I don't know I don't think this one's very it's okay Cam Riley from my world of sports, 1376, saying Cam Riley needs to bulk up and lock in as just being a third-down pass rusher and situational guy. The Lord say NFL pays too much money uh, – pay, NFL pays too money to guys who can put pressure on the quarterback. He was never a basic linebacker, so why try to get him to be someone he isn't?
0: The so, thing
1: is about Cam Riley.
0: Can I ask real quick, Is is do we interpret this as Cam Riley needs to just kind of convert to being an edge rusher? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I'm making sure that, like, that's how like,
1: I'm reading it because, uh, for my stance, uh, Cam Riley should just not play linebacker or <laughs> at all.
0: Sure. I mean, look, I, okay. I, I let him cook, I guess. Continue. If, if, he's a, if he's a
1: line, if Cam Riley's a linebacker, don't let him on the field. And yeah. there's another guy who brought up the fact that Riley may not start, but he'll probably get more snaps than any other linebacker in that room. Yeah. There's no way that happens because as much crap as I give Wesley Steiner, I would take Steiner over Riley. Cause there were plenty of times last season and I get it off season. You can develop and all that j- nice jazz and stuff. We've not seen it from any of these linebackers outside of Austin keys. And we've not seen very much of Larry Nixon, but I've heard great things. Eugene Asante. I've heard a lot of great things. I've heard he's developed very well over the summer. Wesley Steiner, dealing with some injuries, but I'm going to go ahead and just take the last four years of him being here into into now and say that he probably hasn't developed very much. Cam Brown, on the other hand, I think it, if he doesn't switch edge rusher, he does not see the field very much for sure. a game where Auburn is not either up by 40 or down by 40.
0: Sure. I, I... Okay. I'm not getting in the middle of this one. You're going to get too heated with anything I say, even if it's good or bad. So I'm just going to let I you. Mean,
1: I mean, I think Blackerby said it best. I mean, we got to decide if Cam Riley can even play football or not nowadays.
0: Yeah. I mean, agree. I I just, agree.
1: And I'm so, I'm so low on these linebackers outside of keys. And I just want to see something.
0: Yeah. Show me literally anything. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally uh, anything. Let's keep moving on, on, on the rundown. Uh, we've got, this Thursday will be a theoretical Thursday. Please, I'm once again asking for your theoretical Thursday content.
1: You'll get a free shout out. Uh, Gregorio has always been great about giving us some. Um, so someone else has to take the reins at some point. Uh, but Gregorio, I can probably trust you, man, to to get us a good one. Uh, if we don't think of one between now and then. But again, hey, shout out to everybody uh for giving them their their takes in the in the comment section now. Yeah,
0: absolutely. That was a ton of fun. I enjoyed that. Let's uh the more you guys roll in with comments. We've been telling you all along, the more comments you guys give us, the more questions you all ask us, we are going to engage with as many of them as we possibly can, as long as we keep it PG-13. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're in good shape there. Um, that's uh, that's all we ask, Just be, be respectful of each other. Drop on your Thursdays and follow up questions to whatever. If you have responses to other people's comments, let's see it. Um, like, subscribe, ring the bell while you're right here on YouTube. If, you're, if you are listening to our Spotify stream, our Apple Music, if you're listening on FM radio on the moon, um wherever uh, hit us on Twitter, um, hit us on Instagram, whatever, Facebook, whatever works best for you. We'll answer your questions there as well. Um we got our first DM the other day. So that was cool. it's kinda kinda cool. Wasn't yeah, really cool. We got a few. <laughs> okay. We got one interesting DM. Um but uh anywho I, I, that's either here nor there. Thank you guys for, for dropping all that knowledge on us. And you, you guys, some of you guys really know ball. I mean, not, not that I'm saying I'm a ball knower. Dylan certainly is a ball knower, but like if we were, we could probably spot other ones. Um, we, we got a lot of ball knowers in this community and that's pretty damn cool. So let's, let's keep moving forward, Dylan. And let's talk women's hoops for one quick second. Literally just want to pop in and drop this news. Cause I was a little bummed. Um, women's basketball's uh, original game scheduled for today, flexed to Tuesday and I think it's niche uh, France. I have no idea. I took French for two years at Auburn and don't even know how to pronounce um, who they're playing. Um, I think it's, nope, I'm not even going to try. C O T, -T, lowercase d apostrophe, capital A Z U R, all stars at 7 p.m. local time, which will be noon central time. And
1: just through alphabet soup, but
0: (laughs) you know (laughs) what? I did what I could. All right. Another opportunity for this this group of newcomers and, and these, these younger prospects, and honestly, Scott Grayson, um, to go out there and and keep keep gelling. I really do think this is going to prove beneficial, Dylan, and I'm really excited to see how this correlates um, to women's hoops in 2023, 2024. Now, it's happened, Dylan. First tumors rolling of the 2023-2024 athletics year has arrived, and it was so well-deserved. Let's talk
1: it about for, it. And it was for a sport that no one really expected – it's to be about too, right? <laughs>
0: That's right. Let's hear it.
1: Women's golf. Uh, Megan Schofield won the U.S. Women's Amateur Challenge. Is that Amateur Challenge? Is that what it's called? Yes. It just said Women's U- AM, U- 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 so U- women's just... U.S. Women's Amateur at Bel Air. There we go. And uh, did you get stats for it? I I just know that she won.
0: I'm looking at her at her scores right now. I looked at them earlier today um let's see i
1: have all my of all my ball knowing skills golf is not one of them
0: <laughs> i thought she saw something absolutely ridiculous because she had a uh, she was three up uh after the first 18 holes um and at one point made a 55 foot birdie that was sick by the way 55 foot birdie putt um, yeah, I only do that in mini golf when there's like three elephants in the way on, oh, the, on the
1: Wee off.
0: <laughs> yeah. We golf off. Literally. Um, <laughs> she's a 22, 22 year old, um, grad student in her fifth season at Auburn. For those of you who don't know, um, I'm looking at her. I literally just had her, her score in front of you me. You got her
1: whole bio, but you don't have the score.
0: <laughs> I do. I'm telling you, I put my notes together. I didn't keep, pull up her freaking score. Well, I'll, I'll grab that here in just a second. As we move forward, I'm going to let you go ahead and talk a but, little uh, bit. Hmm?
1: I was say, it is huge. The 123rd uh, women's women's am winner is from the Auburn Tigers, and uh, and this is wild that they had, they got everybody out there rolling the trees for them too. I, the volleyball team was out there too, who we need to start talking about very soon, strictly because uh, they're kind of cracked when it comes to the to the volleyball sport. And I mean, I guess I can. If you're still doing that, I can go find gymnastics has announced their home schedule for. The 2024 season starting off January 12th, they're going to be playing Kentucky. January 19th, you got Florida. February 2nd, you got Fisk, Talladega, and Temple for a quad meet. February 9th, you got Bama. February 23rd, you got Missouri. Another team who is actually recruiting very well in the football sport is Missouri right now. Actually, they just got the number three player in the class, but it's going to be a fun season for gymnastics. Make sure to get your tickets because if you missed it last year, uh, they sell out very, very fast. And no, gymnastics sorry. is a very, very fun sport to watch. Uh, I took Lauren. Lauren's first ever uh, Auburn Athletics event was gymnastics, and Darion Goborn had her running around screaming like uh, like she just watched. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Like, think of like – how everyone reacted when you saw the kick six that's how lauren was running around when she saw go goborn walk out to god save the queen that's what it that's what it looked like to me uh but overall just uh, it's going to be a great season for auburn gymnastics uh even without Sun, uh sunny and darion i feel like a lot of these girls are really gonna feel the face cassie stevens is back olivia hollingsworth is back so is back
0: megan won match play for uh four three sorry that was that was driving me freaking nuts, dude. I saw it earlier today, and it's the only thing I didn't put in my notes. I'm now locked back into Auburn gymnastics.
1: You got me. You got me rambling for about five minutes. <laughs> but I was, yeah, I mean, overall, it's going to be a great season of Robbins gymnastics. I well, think I, I think has uh, got Auburn in the in a great spot right now.
0: Yeah, well, when you look at look at opponents, they're going to be headed to Neville Arena, um, Kentucky, Florida, Alabama, Missouri. Uh, Yeah, I mean, like, you you won there um, because you want Florida, Missouri, and Alabama. Certainly, you want to have them all at home. (laughs) Um, Obviously, Alabama would be a different story. Um, Those home crowd environments matter a lot. Like you mentioned, your your girlfriend absolutely loses her mind. Mine Uh, mine as well, myself as well, you as well. We lose our voices at gymnastics like we would at basketball. Um, The SEC is loaded top to bottom in gymnastics. This is not news to anybody. Uh, But Auburn returning a ton of talent. And and a lot of young talent too. A lot of people a lot of people were really excited to see. Um, they lucked up on this draw in terms of like this is being your home slate. God is good. Um, God is God is very very good in that in that regard. And certainly plays favorite um, to Auburn in that that discipline. My only other note I had for the show today, uh, uh, Dylan, is the biggest commitment of the day. Uh, Hugh Freeze's daughter Maddie rushes Kai Omega. So um, potential um, uh, potential big commitment from uh, the Freeze camp uh <laughs> kayo um i am be interested to see where 24 7 has them in the um, composite rankings if you're not watching the youtube stream dylan is so irate that i said that on the on the live air but it'll be okay i thought it was funny he, he, he posted it he was proud of her He oh, they,
1: yeah yeah as most parents would do <laughs> yeah that's fun <laughs> i'm waiting you, for you to say another word that's gonna maybe just punch you through the camera <laughs>
0: Oh, that you're just going to slay the sorority Yeah, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Well, before um, Dylan absolutely blows me into a blitter. Before the uh, three-hour drive to Macon, just strictly
1: for an absolute (laughs) beatdown.
0: Well, Dylan's feeling a little bit loopy. Just as a reminder, you pick up your very own college loop the war report podcast network co-branded feeling loopy t-shirt on www.thewarreport.com you can also grab that link from our description here on the show anywhere you're watching or listening to the show if you're watching on facebook uh, not on facebook well i mean I, I, that'd be weird but yeah if you're watching on youtube excuse me you're watching on YouTube. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for hanging out. Comments have been fantastic. Make sure you like, subscribe, ring the bell. Over 500 dances. Also, tell us what TikTok dance. Start DMing us those TikTok dances you want to see. You can DM them to us on TikTok and tell us if you want to see Colin do this. Um, thirst traps are encouraged. Yeah, absolutely encouraged. Um, so um, that's uh, he is just a mere uh, recent departure from his internship. After all. Uh, thank you guys so much for everything. You guys uh, have, have supported us through 101 episodes, 500 subs on YouTube. This is freaking crazy. You guys are absolute dogs, and we appreciate you all. Uh, I think it's 506 or 507 villains that we're at right now. Uh, we're at 507. 507. So I have a 507-way tie for my favorite subscriber, 506, because I'm actually one of the subscribers, um, because I like to stay up to date on everything that we post on the loop. I like, like subscribe, ring the bell. Um, Beyond that, my my name is Harrison Tarr. You you can find my, I'm really tripping over my words right now. I'm going to try again. I'm Harrison Tarr, at Tar on the Bird app, on the X app, whatever you want to call that. Also, at Tar on Threads, if you want to come hang out with me. More than welcome to do so there. Dylan's going to roll his eyes every single time. I will tell him to slay the showdown and tell us all where we can be found on social medias.
1: Good Lord, I just hate you so much.
0: Yeah, that's right. But I'm Dylan
1: Lark at you Boy, the Tank on Twitter or X. It redirects either way. Uh If you're looking for it, it's just right here next to me, at Y-A-B-O-Y, The Tank. Also in the description below for whatever service you are watching or listening to us on. And if you want to follow the college loop, you can find us literally everywhere, social media-wise, Twitter, slash X, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, all that jazz.
0: Halfway to a MySpace, bro. We're halfway there. Halfway
1: to a MySpace. That's <laughs> wild to think about. <laughs> Colin is shaking in his boots, man, because he has to do a TikTok dance, and he immediately has to turn around and start getting it together for a MySpace, too. And then what? We said
0: And then 5, comes 000, the Reddit.
1: 5,000 to the Reddit? <laughs> Dude, oh, my Lord. All right. Well, hey, if you want to listen to the show, of course, if you're tired of seeing our faces, I completely understand. But you have us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, pretty much everywhere. You get your podcasts. And with all that being said, thank you for 500. Thank you for getting us to 100 episodes. And with all that being said, this has been the College Loop Podcast.